What's going on, guys? Welcome back to an episode of Slavic Bros Podcast. My name is Tyler, and this is my good buddy, Austin. What's going on, guys? Your favorite Chexin is back. Is that your new thing you're going with? Chexin, yep. Don't mess with Chexus. So so it's not like a Chexican, it's just like Chexin? Ch- just Chexin. All right, well, fair enough. I wish I could create something get, cool. Huh? Where did you get Chexican from? Chexican from? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just figured, like, that, that I don't know, man. It, I, I, I'm, I'm just rolling with it. Whatever you say. I'm not trying to get on the uh, the, the, the peppy check uh, side of you or whatever, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Anyways, anyways. Austin, what are we going to be talking about? Today we're going to talk about, um. The environment on American college campuses and how it pertains to Slavic and Eastern European Americans. Hell yeah. I could speak a lot on this one, but I want to know from your point of view, obviously you are, um, you've been graduated from your undergrad for a while now, right? And then you went and you got your, uh, your master's degree. What were, what were like your experiences in both of those uh, institutions? Because I know they were separate. You went in Texas and all the way up in DC as well. Um, were there a lot of differences or, I mean, I, I'm just curious here. I'm going to have a long answer, but I'll try to keep it short. So okay. yeah, you're good. the whole reason I got into my Czech heritage and embraced it was because of my experience on a college campus, university of Texas, where I did my undergrad. I went there as like a kid from a small town in South Texas. That was mostly like Hispanic and then like, you know, Czech, German and Polish. And then I go there and like, there was nobody there from my area and I felt completely lost. And then like, at the same time, I'm like, I kind of go and like, I'm given these stereotypes already there. They're like, Oh, you're a white dude. You should be in a fraternity and like, you should act a certain way. And so I did that and I felt so out of place. And then like coupled with that, I'm getting involved in student government and stuff. And like, they're like saying, you know, they're talking about all of like this, you know, this, this woke politics, this about representation for different groups and all of that. And like, no one would ever talk about Eastern Europeans. So then I would say like, you know, what about like Czechs and other Eastern Europeans? Cause I grew up thinking we were distinct and they'd be like, Oh, you're just white. You're just white. You don't matter. And so I was like, I don't like that. And then because of this environment and this kind of dynamic, it made me want to seek out other Eastern Europeans and then kind of embrace my culture and heritage and continue it for the next generation fair enough that actually was not that long of an answer but uh (laughs) definitely a very good one so okay um when 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 you were going for your master's then did you have like any different types of experiences with that compared to your undergrad or Um, yes and no. So I I say yes, it was different because like when I was doing my master's at that point, like I had like completely like embraced like this like European style aesthetic and like vibe largely because of my experience in undergrad and then just kind of being, you know, pushed in with Eastern Europeans and one and hanging out with them. I just kind of adopted that culture. So like, I feel like, you know, in grad school, people weren't, I probably intimidated people from like wanting to say certain things that they thought could make me mad just because of that aesthetic I embraced. But also American University was even more liberal than the University of Texas was. So 
just I think I just kind of selectively hung out with certain people that I thought I could vibe with. I really avoided the more woke crowd. Like I mostly was hanging out with like, you know, honestly, I would say people from similar ethnic backgrounds, like other ethnic whites, you could say in Latinos. So I feel like they kind of, even if they were more liberal than I was, they kind of still got the dynamic. And so we didn't really, we didn't really, it didn't, we didn't really talk much about it. Like we, there never really was a need because in grad school, you're so busy studying. Like you don't really have time to go and, you know, right. be active in student government and all of that and active in pursuing different agendas while you're on campus. Man, I can't even do that now. Damn it. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's definitely like, it's, it's interesting to hear about that. Um, I feel like that's something that people definitely gravitate to, not even just in college, but, uh, in life in general, they try to, um, I guess maybe subconsciously will, will tend to gravitate to people of similar, uh, interests, backgrounds, whatever. Uh, and I, I think that like going to like the purpose of this particular podcast, I, I think that's something that, that Slavs should probably think about. I'm like, I, I'm not trying to say like, you know, you can like, you know, screw everybody else, like, you know, isolate yourself and only form like this like little eco chamber of just Slavic Americans on campuses or whatnot. I think that's, that's wrong in and of itself too. But like, I feel like Slavs need to start getting together on, on college campuses, organizing in some way and trying to get their voice out there. Um, and it, it's not like they're, they don't have, they don't have to have like a group, like, like what we're trying to do. They don't have to have the same goals of, you know, pushing it out there in the same levels that we are. And, and, you know, making a podcast, starting an organization, stuff like that, they can do, they, they can do something. It could be a club. It could be like, you know, hell of frat. That'd, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> so, something social that, that can still broadcast like a broad Slavic message. It can be fun. It can be serious, whatever you want to do. Um, I just think that maybe it's time that on college campuses, Slavs should start doing something because I can tell you as a current college student, that's trying to finish up undergrad. Um, it's, it's at least on my campus. It's, it's not like we have really any representation. We don't have much of a purpose on my campus. Slavs are disregarded. Like you said, we're just kind of white. Um, in, in one of my classes, actually, not even that long ago, I, um, there, there was a situation <laughs> where, where the professor was trying to make a point about ethnicity and all that kind of stuff and was asking people of various ethnic backgrounds but didn't ask the white people of their backgrounds just because I, I, I'm trying to remember the exact terminology he used, but basically just referred to us as just basic white. So yeah, the rest of the people in the room are just basic white. And I'm like, how would you know that without like, that's, that's not how that works. What if I was in a room full of Asians and I was like, it's like, Oh yeah, there's basic Asian or there's basic Chinese. Like that's, that's pretty fucked in of itself. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, there's definitely a lot in that statement for you to unpack, but I'll, I'll let you comment there. See, that last thing you just said, how the professor in that classroom was commenting about other ethnicities, Hispanics, Asians, and maybe even getting into, you know, Mexicans versus Cubans and Vietnamese versus Chinese. The fact he did this and then he just says all white people are just basic white people, that there alone shows you why we think Slavs should start trying to organize on college campuses. Because this isn't the days of our parents on college campuses where everyone liked each other. And like, you know, we were trying to see past the things that divide us. This is an environment where division is fostered. 
And, you know, like it's an environment of woke politics a lot of the time where it's, you know, they try to set up a, a class system of privilege. And mm-hmm. when it comes to white people, they just lump them all together and say, you're all privileged. It doesn't matter if you're a poor white person from a rural area, you're still more privileged than a wealthy um, Hispanic who grew up with only white people in some suburb. Like that, that's how they lump it together. And that's just wrong. Like you look at Slavic history in, in Europe, having to go face um, foreign domination, basically like colonialism, next Nazism, next Soviet communism. You look at the Slavic American experience here in the U.S. Um, of having to deal with prejudices, not being allowed to eat or dine at certain places, being called stupid Polacks, stupid Bohunks, stupid honkies. It's not a pleasant experience. So we do not, we do, we do not deserve to be grouped with these other people because of our skin color. There is much more nuance that goes into this. And to be honest, I don't like any of it, but I, I think at this point we're so deep into this like system of wokeness on college campuses. It's time for us Slavic Americans to organize. No, for sure. Wokeness does play a, a ginormous factor. And I think a lot of people will tend to agree with that, that college campuses more or less are just uh, eco chambers for uh, the woke mentality to breed and uh, continue reproducing. It's, it's kind of like an indoctrination center, more or less. And I, I'm not somebody that, I mean, co- contrary to what a lot of people will believe, I'm not somebody that is like overwhelmingly far right or anything like that. If anything, I peg myself as more of a centrist right, ambiguous right. Um libertarian in a lot of ways but yet because i do not share some of the views on a college campus it's like oh congratulations you're cast aside um especially when it pertains to ethnicity and all that kind of stuff i'm i'm as you know i'm very uh, a very big proponent of trying to voice that there are ethnicities within caucasians there are um various other things you can be rather than just being white I, i think it's odd that how we everybody's so quick to to just cast us as white but then the moment it's a different race you ask where they're from you ask what they are but if it's white oh no fuck them to disregard that right um no no nobody bothers giving a damn and i i just think that that's that's very it's screwed and, and like you said the wokeness is is just too prevalent and kind of i don't know poisoning the minds of people and setting us up for a lot, a lot of problems Yes. And, you know, what's coming to my mind is like some of our like audience in other countries, I don't know that they entirely understand what's going on in these American college campuses because, you right. know, Europeans will be like, you know, I don't understand your logic or also even Australians are like, right, I don't right. understand your logic. Um, American college campuses now in the past 10 years or so have become a place most of the time where it's like, they claim to be all about diversity and inclusion, but they don't want, they think all white people are the same. It's almost like a system. It honestly at times feels like a quasi apartheid where like, it's like white people are all like lumped together. Like how black people all were in South Africa, despite their many different ethnic groups. That's Mm -hmm. how it feels here. And we all have very different experiences. Like if, you know, if we want to, if we want to have a conversation about privilege and how it relates to race, there are many other nuances within race, like ethnicity, that play a part, and they completely leave that out. And I right. don't think that is acceptable. And that's why um, Slavic Americans and, and other 
Americans of certain European origins, like Italians, get so passionate about this and offer so much backlash to this ideology on American college campuses? Right. No, no, I definitely agree. I think something like funny, and this might be like a side point, side tangent, uh, on my particular college, a lot of the folks that go to my college are not from this area like how I am. They come from predominantly Northern Virginia. Occasionally, some come from Richmond. Smaller amount come from like the Chesapeake, Hampton Roads, Virginia Beach area. And so as such, like there's not many people from around here. And a lot of them, especially from Northern Virginia, they, they come from like a, I, I don't want to have to generalize, but I will just from my own observations. A lot of them come from very similar backgrounds. Like they, they come, like you can tell they've come from, they were raised in similar school systems. They were raised in similar households, uh, similar even ethnic backgrounds. And as such, it's, a, it's just like a carbon copy, carbon copy, carbon copy. Uh, and like kind of what you were saying earlier, um, I like with, with like the levels of like privilege and all that, they're all pretty much privileged. Like they're all having daddy's money pay for their education. They, they don't have to worry about that for the most part. Um, a lot of folks do have to work and do have to do things. They actually like, I mean, hell, I, I enlisted when I was 17 to, to get money for college. Um, a lot of these people just have this shit hand to them and, and they're wasting it. But I guess like a, a side, that's definitely a side point, but they, they come from the, the same backgrounds. And as such, they assume everybody else also shares that same exact thing with them. And so they, especially when it's white, they don't give a shit. And it's just like, oh, you're just me. And then they're also, they, they share this level of, they, they, they try to broadcast oppression when they are privileged, I guess, is more or less what I want to get at there. Yeah, and I dealt with that recently. Um, so before I say this, I'm just going to kind of say the point I'm trying to make with this, because I may get disorganized. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The point I'm trying to make with what I'm about to say is that, like, you know, within these different groups in America, there's different levels of privilege. Like, you know, just because you're Hispanic doesn't mean you are less privileged than if you're white. And you, you'll see why, what I mean here in a minute. On okay. TikTok, I had this comment on, on a video that had nothing to do with what he was commenting about, but he commented, he said, I've got a Czech um, great grandpa who spoke Czech and I thought I was so Czech, but then I realized he came from the 40s to Texas, even though there were no Czechs until the 1860s in Texas. Um, so I, I, I declined to identify as Czech. And then I look on his bio and he's got a Colombian flag and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is about to get spicy. Um, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. He, we got into this comment war and basically it's like the gist of it is he says that he is, I am more privileged than him because I am white. And even though I grew up in a lower class family of farmers and plant workers, um, railroad workers, I am more privileged than him because I am white. And he also um, said, oh, it was so hard because my Colombian dad immigrated to the U.S. I look at his dad, he looks more white than me. Um, they got <laughs> and everything. He, uh, he's from Houston, a certain neighborhood of Houston where they all go to the same school system. They all are raised the same. And mm -hmm. he's trying to tell me that I am like a, he, he called me a New Jersey Italian trying to say that I am check when i'm not i'm just a white american and i said well why do you got your colombian flag in your bio then oh it's not the same i'm hispanic i said it's the what? exact same thing it's the exact same thing i 
you are Colombian and you choose to identify with that. I am Czech and I choose to identify with, with that. Um, and then he said, well, you're not actually Czech. You don't travel the Czech Republic every year like I do. I said, dude, do you really think I've got the money to go travel to Central Europe every single year like you do? I don't got a rich dad who's a doctor. I'm here working to pay my bills. I'm lucky if I get to go every five years. Right, right. Now, you know, um, that's, that's, that's interesting that you bring that up. If you were to pull a stunt on campus where you were to fly a Colombian flag as, as, a, as a Hispanic person, That'd be praised, right? A lot of people on campus be like, hell yeah, it should be accepted. In certain places, like probably even on my my campus, I don't know if people would say it directly to you, but on on like various um like social networks after you'd see stuff about like if I flew a Polish flag, people would be like, Oh, that's nationalism, oh that's racism, that's uh that, that that's that's a bunch of like, you know, um radical whites that are just absolute racist and uh bigots that are that are running around and shit. And I, I wonder why that's why it's okay to fly certain things, and and why it's not okay to do that, and why why people won't have pride in certain things like being Polish. Yeah, like why are we forbidden from having pride in our heritage? Like, and then for Eastern Europeans, it's like if you do, you're you may be labeled a nationalist. Why is it forbidden for us, but it's um, encouraged for other people? Um, I mean. I, I have had a failure to realize how, like, you know, if my, my Mexican-American friends I grew up with, when they promote that they're Mexican, that's encouraged by the status quo. But then when I say I'm Czech, it's like I've got to jump over hurdle after hurdle after hurdle, despite the fact we're from the same area and we a lot of times are raised very similar. It's like because of the color of my skin, I have such a different experience. Absolutely. Um. I guess like shifting gears to a, a more pertinent subject that, that definitely pertains to college campuses, right? Um, God damn. Well, I, I honestly, I forget if this is the correct term or not, but I know this was brought up in the news probably about half a year, maybe a year ago. It was about affirmative action um, and how, and like, and I, I'm pretty, I'm reasonably sure that's the correct term. I could be completely wrong. Basically just where certain races, ethnicities, whatever, get preferential treatment into, uh, or, or um, preferential, I guess, acceptance into an institution like a university. Uh, and it even applies to certain jobs as well. But I, one thing I noticed when I was applying to colleges, they didn't have anything for you to identify as a, a Slavic or whatnot. They didn't have anything for that. And besides, that's besides the point, too, that even if they did, it wouldn't help us because they wouldn't give a damn. Um, they, they, they give preferential treatment and greater acceptance to certain races, ethnicities to, uh, to, to kind of like fulfill a quota, more or less, so that they can appear diverse. But then they don't give a shit about, about it all around. It's only applicable to certain things. What, what do you think about that? I've got a story about that. I had a colleague at American University who was um, was um, of uh, various different descent, but his grandfather was Costa Rican. So he said, oh, I apply and I account for the Hispanic quotas. And oh, I just hate it so much when people say I'm not Hispanic. This dude looks like a white guy and acts like a white guy. He looks like a basic frat dude, like the dude I was just referring to, I was talking about earlier. And then I, I got into a debate with him. He said, Austin, you just wouldn't understand. You're just white. I said, so you, you rich oh guy, you rich guy. Costa Rican grandparents, you think you deserve some 
you deserve a quota to be put into a college. And then meanwhile, I've had to work for everything I've had. I'm from a lower class family. And you think that you just somehow deserve it more than I do. I was ready to fight him. I don't, I'm surprised I did it. God damn. You know, a, a, a funny thing is one of my, one of my old buddies from high school, he actually, so he, he's white and, and he's as white as goddamn snow. Snow might even be darker than him. And so, um, when he, when he was applying to college up to Penn State, I distinctly remember he he bullshitted that whole system. His mom was Australian. He has dual citizenship with Australia. He was able to market his race and ethnicity as Pacific Islander and was able to get into the university as such. And, and like he, he did it on purpose as a joke, knowing that that system was rigged and that it would give him preferential treatment. He didn't give a damn about it otherwise. He just wanted better chances of getting into the university. And they bought it and they took it. They believed him on it. And that's I just think that's, that's, that's really stupid. The, the, the kid's white as snow, literally of like British background, but because his mom was Australian, he was able to say Pacific Islander and get away with it. But yet you won't see anything there for Slavs to identify as a Slavic person for any sort of preferential treatment because we don't get preferential treatment. And in our, in our entire experience in the U.S., Slavic Americans have not gotten preferential treatment and have had to do everything themselves. We've had to work hard for everything we have. We've never had any handouts and we continuously had to work. And then now we don't even get recognition for our hard work and, how, and the fact that we had to work twice as hard as, as some others did to get to where Absolutely. we have gotten. And you know, funny thing is too, is that despite contrary to like actual people listening to us, I mean, it seems like all we do is complain um, about problems, but Slavs by and large, <laughs> uh, Slavs by and large have not really complained necessarily about their, their issues. I mean, like if, if they have, it's subtle. They, they more or less just push through it and they persevere. And that's what they've done throughout history and in uh, society, in the, in the workplace, in education. They've just done their stuff and they push through. What, what, what do you I'm have to say about that? Awesome. I'll see you look. Then you uh, complain a lot. <laughs> oh, must you you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, some of the moments that, that I, I've, I've seen with you, especially when you're loaded up on uh, – on shots oh my god <laughs> but it is true like slavic people we do tend to complain a lot amongst ourselves or at least czechs and slovaks do but we don't <laughs> we're not very good at complaining to like the powers that be about our status we're, we just work to get by we don't and we work and complain amongst ourselves and just think about what we have to do next we, we don't we're not very good at like lobbying to better our treatment and we never have been unfortunately and it needs to change yeah I, I think part of the problem with that honestly just by and large they, they've just conformed when it pertains to the college um atmosphere outside of like just regular life in which we've seen plenty of examples of people just conforming college is, is they, they market it as a place where you can become yourself and, and it's supposed to be about individuality and whatnot. And I would strongly disagree. I'd be willing to write a very long paper about how it discourages individuality and oftentimes paints an image of what you should be and what you should look like. Uh, and I think any Slavs that stood a chance, or at least most of them, that went to college 
kind of end up conforming or becoming lost in the in the college complex itself and, and becoming what college wants you to be for a while. Um, yep. A lot of people, when you come to college, especially if, if, if it's your first time being away from home and all that, you don't know what to do. You're with people you've never seen. You're lost. You're in a different place altogether. And you're just looking to find yourself. And college is real quick to try to, you know, force you to be a certain way. And if you showed, if you if you didn't know anything about Slavs, your history, whatnot, but you were curious, congratulations, that's irrelevant. Now you're going to talk about uh, oppression and supporting other oppressed people, stuff like that, instead of actually becoming who you want to be. And I think that's what happened to a lot of the uh, the Slavic Americans that are in the college system. Yes, it, it does. And I've seen it happen a few times already. Um, and I want to make a little bit of a different point. I see we don't have much okay. time left. So I want to yeah. say this. I don't think the American college system is reflective of American society as a whole, aka the real world, at yeah, least yeah. not in Texas and certain other states. Like in Texas, the real world elements of the woke wokeism are there, but the environment is not nearly as radical. And it's not an environment where it's like you're always looking to see what race you are or, or whatever. It's just like you're all working should pay your bills. Um, so I, I just want to say that, like, whenever I say, whenever I make some of these TikTok videos criticizing things, I'm mainly informed by my past experience with the college campus. Hmm. But I understand now that I'm in the real world, in the real world, it's not like that. And that's another problem in itself, how college campuses don't prepare you for the real world because they're too busy spewing propaganda. <laughs> for lack of better terms, yeah. Um, if you, if you could provide insight or advice of some sort on, on how to potentially get Slavic Americans on college campuses to, um, become more exposed to their history, to their cultures, uh, to become more interested, to do something to organize, what, what would you say? Don't be afraid to ask questions and put yourself out there. Be like um, our friend, Lesia. She went to the diversity and inclusion agency at her university and said, why aren't Eastern Europeans represented? She was scared to do it, but I said, do it. And I'll, and I'll be here for you every step of the way. And so she went and she said, they were surprised. She said, they've never heard anyone ask that before. She said, then they looked into it and they were like, yeah, Eastern Europeans have had it hard. Why have we never thought about that? Um, mm -hmm. and, and, she, and it was a good conversation to start. So start having conversations like that. Go to your diversity and inclusion institutions on college campuses and complain and say, why are Slavs not recognized? Start asking these questions in classes where like, you know, your professor is saying, oh, all white people are the same. Raise your hand and say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Serbian, I'm Czech, I'm Polish. Why am, do I not deserve to get acknowledged? Why, why do I not deserve to have a heritage month? Um, don't be afraid to ask these difficult questions because if we don't ask these questions, we're not going to make progress. And I was shy and I was scared and I kept my head down and I wish I could go back and ask every single difficult question that I ask on this podcast and I complain about on this podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might I might actually have to step into uh, our diversity center and uh, ask a similar question myself now. But Don't be afraid to ask. That being said, I think we'll probably wrap this on up. Shouldn't have been that long of the uh, podcast, so hopefully y'all stuck around for this long. But as always, thank you guys so much. Austin, do you have anything? 
Yeah, thank you all for listening to us complain and us offer advice. I promise I actually am a happy person, although Tyler thinks I'm always <laughs> bad, but I am sometimes happy. Oh, God. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like in a happy mood. I promise. I'm Whatever putting that one on a, I'm putting that on a shirt or coffee mug now. Another awesome thing. I promise I'm a happy person. <laughs> all right, guys. Anyways, thank you again. And Dovid Zenia. Dovid Zenia.